Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Join us each week as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. I'm Olivia. And I'm Alyssa. Alyssa, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh, wow. That's raspberry. That's like drinking a raspberry. Is that raspberry? Um, it should be raspberry. Yeah, I yes, think that is. was the... yeah. Current or raspberry? It's a raspberry. It is. I, I'm sorry. I moved my drinks around. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yep, that's a raspberry. So this is a raspberry liqueur. Um, and again, we're out here at Ann Arbor Distillery in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I have with me Olivia. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Olivia here. <laughs> and Alyssa. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and uh, and so we're back out here this time. Uh, we want to talk about, well, we're going to talk about a couple things today. Uh, we're going to talk about liqueurs and we're going to talk about schnapps. But before that, let's talk a little bit. If anybody maybe didn't hear last time or you know didn't listen to the last episode, uh, they're they're new here. Tell us a little bit about Ann Arbor Distillery and what you guys are doing here. Sure. Um, at Ann Arbor Distilling Company, uh, we are tucked away in the Water Hill neighborhood, um, right on the outskirts of downtown Ann Arbor. Uh, we are a retail space as well as a tasting room and a production space. So everything that we're producing uh, and selling, um, we are making here uh, at Ann Arbor Distilling Company. Nice. It's a cool building, too. I yeah. really like the, the structure and everything that you guys got. Going yeah, on. it's um, it's actually, I think, over 100 years old. It started off as a grain mill which I believe is where the owner kind of got the inspiration to do a distillery. It's almost like taking oh, like that, that grain and pushing it a little further. Yeah, yeah. a little further. And I think you guys mentioned it's been a few other things since then too, right? Yeah, yeah it was a flower shop, I believe. It mm-hmm. was a metal shop. It was a bike shop. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was a flower mill at one point. It's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of everything. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but it's going to stay Ann Arbor yes. Distillery for a long time until you yes. guys, well, actually, I, I can even see you guys outgrowing this, but maybe even keeping this and renovating it to some degree or, or yeah. to some level. That's the hope. I mean, we all love, as we mentioned more a little bit uh, in the absinthe episode, we kind of love being this more small, I guess, locally focused distilling or distillery, which we always will be, but we are getting bigger than our space. And so we have to make those decisions eventually, but we'll see what we decide when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. and, and another thing that's a little bit unique, um, sadly, I think, in the in the world today is you guys are predominantly women-led and women-run. And not sadly that you guys are women-led and women-run, but sadly that there's so few and that that actually is a unique thing these days. Yes. Yeah, the the industry is largely male. Female distillers make up only 6% of distillers, which is kind of funny considering that women were actually largely distillers back when distilling began yeah as i mentioned in the absinthe episode it's attributed to a woman to have invented the alembic still which is your basic kind of whiskey like still yeah yeah and and they uh, it traditionally were responsible for even the brewing the distilling it was mostly yeah brewers back in the day were largely women they were called alewives and it was when as with everything, sorry about what I'm about to say, but say it. as with everything, as soon as it became profitable, women got pushed out and men took over. Yeah, and it's sad. And and a lot is lost with that, I think. Yeah, and so I like that you guys are out here, you're doing it, you're making it happen. Um, 
hopefully a lot more women will. Uh, and I think that they need to start distilleries, I think they, and breweries and wineries. Right. There, actually, there is an organization called Fermenta, and that is a women's only fermentation organization. I like it that. It started with breweries, like with women brewers and women in the industry of brewers and winemakers, and then it expanded fairly recently to distillers. And I am uh, the second female distiller to have joined Fermenta and awesome. they do amazing things. They do monthly scholarships for women. Um, you can, you know, enter to win a scholarship that could either be that they pay for your classes. I was lucky enough to be one of the winners to have a full course paid for in distillation. Um, but they'll also give you money for books, they'll, yeah, just any way to further a woman's education in her industry to help give her a little bit more of a leg up against her very many male competitors. Agreed, agreed. And that's even expanding into um, women in sales and marketing in this industry too, because you'll yes. often find it is still a lot of men that are on that side of things as well. <clears throat> agreed, agreed. And I think another place, since we're, we're on this, and I'm just going to, uh, we're going to ride this train a little while because it's important. Um, I think it's important for to get the training, to get the uh, ability to get the job opportunities, but I think also uh, there needs to be some investment money out there because uh, I've talked with other women-owned uh, distilleries, etc., and getting the funding. I mean, it's not cheap to start one of these, right? right. And, Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to start <laughs> it out of your garage, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but and, and they find it increasingly, increasingly more difficult. Let's go with that. They find it more difficult to get the funding than. Any, than many of the men out there. If I were to walk in and say, hey, I want to start a brewery, I've got a much better chance of finding the funding than Especially than if you have a beard. And yeah. a beard. I will say, I got the yeah. beard, so that works. You're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so no, I think that, that uh, so just put the word out there. Um, it, it, people, if you've got some money to invest, especially a lot of people listen to this from the Northern California, Silicon Valley. There's some investment places out there. Um, I think there's a very underserved, not industry, but how would you say that? Anyway, it's 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 Market, a place that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it needs yeah. some investment in, in women distilleries, women breweries, women-led wineries, and I think the world will be better for it. Definitely. We're, we're proud of it. We're excited. Yeah. Yes. And I'm excited to be here. So, yay. yeah. Okay. So, um, so that's what, now we got that out of the way. Let's dive a little bit into what we're talking about. So we're going to kind of talk about two different things today, which I, I believe are different and unique, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, which is liqueurs. So we'll kind of start on those and then schnapps. So let's kind of start with liqueurs. We're tasting or drinking both a raspberry and then a current liqueur. So kind of start off with what what is a liqueur, what's different about it, kind of the generalities on there. So actually the two terms are very blended. Um, mm -hmm. Schnapps is a very, very broad term, uh, especially in, in America and in Europe, where in Europe it means something entirely different than what Americans consider. Oh. Um, schnapps, it, schnapps versus liqueur really depends on who's making it and what they want it to sound like, really, because liqueurs are 
you know, sweetened alcohol. Schnapps is sweetened alcohol. Technically, schnapps is a liqueur. And it's just a lot of crossover. Exactly. <clears throat> it's, okay. Yeah. So schnapps is the liqueur. Would it be one of those, get my little Venn diagram thing kind of going on, all schnapps are liqueurs, are all liqueurs also schnapps or could be? See, I, it's just Maybe. so vague. It just depends on it, how you define it. Yeah. I think rather than it being a horse and a donkey, it would be more like a mule of one color and a mule of another color. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> an interesting way to think about it. But yeah. I, <laughs> I used to work with livestock. <laughs> That's it's all right. Go with yeah. what you know. And that actually made sense to me. I understood. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what's important mostly. Okay. So I guess maybe we're not talking about two different things. We're kind of talking about one thing-ish. Um, let's start with this. How would you guys define the liqueur, your liqueur versus your schnapps? Or, or for you, is it just a naming convention? I guess it, it, for us, it is a bit more of a naming convention. Uh, the only schnapps that we make is our peppermint schnapps. And that's a pretty traditional little peppermint schnapps with some differences. And then our liqueurs are f- focused mostly on fruit based. I guess that's our biggest difference. And our peppermint schnapps is grain based. Okay. So, so the spirit base is Yeah, different. the, the, the mm-hmm. alcohol in there is either a brandy or it's a grain. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so let's start on, on the liqueurs a little bit. These are, uh, and then we'll get to the schnapps because we want to taste that a little bit and that's yummy um, and I want to talk a little bit more about those but so the liqueur so this is a for you guys anyway uh, a more of a fruit based and I think most of the liqueurs I tasted tend to be more fruity um, but it could there be non-fruity ones yeah yeah okay <laughs> well it's just it's the brandy base that kind of puts it in the direction of being a liqueur correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> uh as far as I'm aware, yeah. liqueurs are basically just a sweetened alcohol. Fair. Okay. Fair. Okay. And so a concentrated, yours, you could say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, very heavily sweet. Concentrated and sweetened. So your liqueurs are a brandy based. Exactly. But yes. not all necessarily. Correct? Or yeah. Not all liqueurs have to be brandy based. Okay. But yours are. Okay. But ours are. Okay, good. <laughs> and this is fine because this is, this is going to be one where there's not a lot of set answers, but that's good because we're going to kind of understand. I I think sometimes just understanding that there is no set thing is is as helpful as knowing this is exactly what the set thing is, right? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So um, for you guys, so let's, we'll we'll kind of address it from that way. Um, It's a brandy base. So you would make a brandy or, or maybe go into how, how do you make a liqueur how do you you go from there so i'm gonna use one as an example we'll just use the raspberry liqueur because i think that's what you're drinking right now yep um we would take raspberries and raspberry Uh. juice the and we would ferment that and distill that into an unaged raspberry brandy and then from there our liqueurs only have altogether three ingredients it would be raspberry concentrate and then cane sugar. Okay. So that is literally all you're drinking. Oh, <laughs> that's, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so each of the liqueurs, whatever fruit that it is, it has that fruit's brandy as the alcohol base. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. And if I were to do something uh, different, then again, it, I would just take whatever alcohol I was choosing for my base if I was doing a liqueur, and then I would take whatever my... 
and again, we're being very generic here. I get that. Yeah. I would take whatever my flavor of choice would be and then kind of concentrate that down. Are, are they distilled together or that could be separate or? No, it can be separate. You can just get an alcohol base, add sugars, flavoring, like spices, um, and all of that. So any, and proof down the alcohol with like sugar, water, and flavors. Okay. That's your... And proof down, but are they usually, and I'm looking here to see, oh, this is 40 proof, so they're not that high. I, for some reason, thought that they were, liqueurs tended to be higher in alcohol. I believe it was cordials tend to be quite higher. Cordials, okay, mm-hmm. which I know nothing about. What is the... It's we, a, let's it's, briefly dive into that while we're there. Okay, cordials. Um, also very vague, but they tend to be much higher in alcohol. Okay, so uh, similar to liqueur, higher alcohol. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going with that. Again, we're staying <laughs> right. 30,000 feet here. <laughs> right. I know yeah. if anybody wants to get deeper, we'll, we'll get there at some point. <laughs> um, reach <or> out. <laughs> yeah, 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 reach out and, mm-hmm. and yeah, ask the questions. We'll get the answers. Are liqueurs meant to be enjoyed on their own? Are they generally mixers? What's kind of uh, maybe the thought or intent behind a liqueur? Liqueurs, I think, can be enjoyed on their own. Ours are pretty thick. People have said they like them on their um, pancakes or waffles <laughs> or on their ice cream. I was going to say that would be excellent drizzled over some ice cream. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you could use them in making desserts, which we've had a couple people do, which right. is kind of fun. Yeah. Or you can use them to spruce up your cocktails. Um, I, in particular, that I like gin and tonics, and you can just add a little fruit liqueur as a way of just um, brightening it up. Like with our, our fall gin and tonic, if you add a little bit of the cranberry liqueur, that makes an excellent Thanksgiving kind of flavored drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. And so, so liqueurs are generally more... And again, we're being very general here, I guess. Sure. Um, but meant to be used in other ways. They're, I mean, you can drink them on their own, but they're they're generally meant to be some kind of a mixer, enhancer, drizzle. Right. They're right. usually too sweet to really drink on their own, um, unless you really want like a sugar bomb in your mouth. <laughs> Which um. I do, but that's yeah. okay. I, I, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm drinking it on its own. I'm like, that's good. But I also could totally see where, I mean, we've got these like little tasters right. and that's like perfect. If I had a glass of that, even be a lot, yeah, as yeah. wicked of a sweet tooth as I have, right, that would be too much. <laughs> well, they complemented a lot of other flavors, like Alyssa was saying. You can put it in a G and T, and it tastes great. We put them in some of our mules that we make here, which is typically um, vodka and ginger beer. And if we add one of the liqueurs, it tastes really good. Um, and as I mentioned, desserts too. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very versatile. Uh, liqueurs don't necessarily have to stay in kind of one. Uh, lane, I guess. Okay. Um, so we also do a coffee liqueur here too, which Ooh. is super, super popular. And going into how you can't really define a liqueur, that one is grain based. So yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very just sweet. Word, word choices. Yeah. 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 Well, it, and it makes sense. You're going for a particular flavor or something like that. And, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming that worked best with the, the coffee one. Right. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay, great. Okay. So those, those are liqueurs. And I'm going to, actually, before we move on, I'm going to taste, this is the currant. Mm-hmm. The currant's great if you do still want that sweetness, but want that extra, like, tart flavor. Mm. That one's great in cocktails, yeah. personally for someone that likes tart things. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. definitely tart. Um, 
I was thinking current. I was thinking it's going to be very uh, like raisiny, and it's not. Right. It's actually tart yet kind of fruity. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And you guys have a. And I guess let's. So I guess well, I guess we kind of covered this. There's a lot of different liqueurs out there, and you guys yes, have mentioned right. a few that you do. It, it sounds like those are some of the ones you guys are happiest with, most proud of. Is there anyone that you would say, "Hey, this is the this is the liqueur that that is us." That is us. Probably our coffee liqueur. Yeah, that is really popular, and I'm gonna pull you down some to try so I can get your reaction. Yeah, that's the deal. Yeah. Okay. The coffee liqueur is really cool because we get to um, collaborate with local roasteries. Um, so instead of just using any sort of generic coffee, um, we work with different Ann Arbor roasters specifically. Um, like this batch she's pouring for you right now, we actually um, collaborated with Cultivate in Ypsilanti. Uh, so this is the coffee that they brewed and we used it in this particular batch. We've used a lot of other different people as well. Um, but people, I mean, we're... I would say that that spirit is definitely what we're most well known for outside of just being known for our seasonal gins as, you know, one entity, the four of them. Uh, but everyone loves the coffee liqueur. The coffee liqueur. Okay. So now I'm going to yeah. try it. Now, now, now like the pressure is on though. Now I'm all of a sudden thinking like, well, you know, I mean, I like it. You can oh. be honest, but I think you'll love it. it out if you don't. Like yeah. It. Yeah. So we no, make it really. I don't think so. I'm just taking the nose on this and. That's like, that's, oh, I'm, I'm going to like it. I can tell you already. We make a really great white Russian with it in the tasting room, um, as well as various other drinks. Um, being a tasting room, we can only use what we make here in our cocktails. So our bar staff has to be pretty creative with what they use. So we can't have any sort of other mixers or oh, different that makes things. Sense. Um, so they've actually used the coffee liqueur in a lot of creative ways. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but they'll be like, you know, it has notes of blah, blah, blah that we used in this cocktail that usually would have this spirit that we can't have here you know so yeah it's kind of fun and versatile yeah <clears throat> and it's gonna be fun too because we had ian on last time to come in as our special cocktail guest and we'll drag him back in here in a little bit but this is absolutely delicious it's like <laughs> I'm glad you like it yeah it's almost kind of like breakfast in a glass yeah right? yeah because <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little i, I mean and i i guess everybody tastes what they taste but there's a good coffee flavor mm-hmm. um but I, i'm almost getting like a little maple kind of a flavor in there too i've i've heard other people say that yeah. and i think that's because we uh barrel age it so mm. it's in like the bourbon barrels um so you might get a little bit of that like bourbony breakfast I mean, it's not comforting. Maple, it's oak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, comforting. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good word for it. Yeah. Comforting. Yeah. yeah. Comforting. <clears throat> so that was okay. cultivate batch, correct? Cultivate. Yep. Yes. All right. And I did mention I was probably going to walk out of here with a, a, a bottle or two, mm-hmm. and I'm I will be buying a, a bottle of that. Sure. That is like really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, thanks for pulling that down. That's of delicious. Okay. So uh, I, I don't want to go away from that yet, but we do need to start talking about. Schnapps. Schnapps. Right. So I guess we've talked a little bit about what schnapps is and isn't (laughs) all Mm -hmm. at the same time. Right. So yeah, schnapps is very interesting in that Americans kind of took this word that was a very generic term in Europe for basically just strong alcohol. And they took that word and added sugar to it. So that's what... <laughs> that's what we do. That's yeah. what we sugar do. Sugar. Um, so it was, it was developed for the um, American palate at the time that wanted 
something that was easily drinkable as opposed to just a straight spirit, you have this kind of little cocktail in a glass. Um, and there's lots of different kinds of schnapps. We kind of touched on how schnapps and liqueurs and cordials and all of them are kind of triplets. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the more popular schnapps is like the peppermint schnapps, peach schnapps, strawberry schnapps, and so on. Um, what we have here is our peppermint schnapps that we're pretty proud of. Um, and we kind of like to follow a path of a traditional spirit, but then veer off just a little bit. Okay. So for our peppermint schnapps, when you try it, I'd like to see if you can guess what the different botanical in it is. What well, you guys did different. Okay, well, first I'm going to finish this coffee one because it's delicious. You really sure. like that coffee like Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. I do, I do. That, that's, that's like breakfast in a glass, but I wouldn't have it just for breakfast. I mean, that's like... Brinner, like breakfast for dinner. You can, yep. you can have that all throughout the day. Yep. Okay, so and I'm going to... Good for dessert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so I just got to cleanse the palate a little bit cleanse there. Cleanse the palate, yeah. Sure. Now, I'm nowhere near great at this, but... It is what you want it to be. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, y'all, you get out of it, but... Okay. Okay, first of all, that's like... That is like really good. Like, I've had peppermint schnapps before, and you pour it in your... Uh, I would pour it in the hot chocolate. Right. And it doesn't taste anything like this. This is good. <laughs> That's like, you put it in there so you can have a little alcohol and a little peppermint flavor. Yeah. This is, like, really, really good. I don't know. Um, I would be really surprised if you got it, because nobody's got it so far. Yeah. So don't feel the pressure. Yeah, and I don't know how much is other things. So I'm getting, like, a little... But it's at the end here. It's a little vanilla y, but that could also be some of the, the coffee. Right. Right. They're all the coffee together. I think it, it's, a, it's delicious because it's minty, but it's not too minty. You right. Know, it's, it's kind nice of balance. like that. Yeah, it's great balance to it. It's sweet, but it's not super sweet. It's there. But as far as what it's going to be, I, I, will, uh, I will surrender and, and <laughs> ask. <laughs> all right. Well, there is the traditional peppermint. And Often with peppermint schnapps, you'll kind of find people will just use peppermint extract and add sugar to that and alcohol. We don't do that here. We distill actual peppermint. Wow. As well as a little bit of, tiny bit of spearmint. But then the big difference is I added Norwegian spruce distillate. I was going to say Norwegian spruce. Oh, but yeah. I, you're no, not. no, I'm just no way. The reason why we did that was to stray away from the peppermint schnapps that taste like literal candy cane soaked in alcohol. Um, <laughs> that's I mean, exactly what it's Yeah, yeah, yeah what I'm it sorry, but that's a perfect description of what yeah. I drank yeah, um, prior to this. I was mostly going for like a woodsy winter peppermint, so that's why the inspiration of the spruce tree in there. Okay, and now that you've said that, now I'm thinking you guys need a candle. A candle yeah. line. Yeah. 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 Spruce, We've talked knobs. about a candle line. Did you talk about yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. That's like, the scent is there. Mm -hmm. And now that you say it, I actually can get a little of the, the like the spruce kind of a, a piney mm -hmm. hint. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those things where I might not have gotten until you pointed it out. Right. It's it's funny enough, even though it's so different from peppermint, it actually lends itself to it so much that nobody's been able to pinpoint. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, no, it blends perfectly and beautifully, and it, and it balances that out. That is, that's delicious. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alyssa's recipe. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you had mentioned that you guys had schnapps, and then recently it kind of, I think when you came on board, you, you mm-hmm. kind of decided, hey, we need to tweak the recipe a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, our, our peppermint schnapps before was kind of like your typical schnapps that you tasted. And when I became like the head distiller, I, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, kind of would like to put my heart and soul into it, my distilled soul into this. Um, and hopefully you can taste that with the peppermint schnapps, which is my first original recipe that is currently released. Well, well done. And I will look forward to your future recipes if they're anything like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, and and so now and now schnapps are traditionally, to me anyway, the way I've always, and and, and maybe a lot of other people, it was my late high school, early college years, you know, when you're drinking the yeah. schnapps because it's sugary, it's sweet, and right. you know, and you're you're just looking to drink, right? Exactly. Um, but this, I think, is is a very nice, different approach to it. Where I mean, this is something again that you can put in your hot chocolate, but you can put that in a lot of other things, I could say. And actually, that would actually be good. And I'm sure you guys have already thought of this or other people have. Mm-hmm. Um, but the wheels are turning in my head right now, but like drizzle that on some ice cream or right. some oh, other right. things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's go grab Ian. Awesome. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about okay. some like cocktails we can make with all this stuff. Delicious. Isn't it really good? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm really happy that Alyssa was able to tweak it in the way that she did, and to bring on that uh, Norwegian spruce was just very great of her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a little, you know, that that's why she does this and I don't, right? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> you, know, you think you have the the ability to think about this flavor would blend. Yep, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're actually. Um, we do a couple different classes with um, students uh, at U of M. So we'll have a chemical engineering class um, next semester. And the start of their class will be um, recipe development. And obviously, Alyssa will run that. Uh, and so I'm, it's kind of a new thing that we're doing. So I'm super excited to see how that goes, to see yeah. um, all of the kids in the class kind of be inspired by recipes that she's made and kind of come up with their own um, kind of um, version of it, I guess. Yeah. And that's yeah. a fun and exciting way to kind of learn as well, right? Yep. To kind mm-hmm. of apply some of that, you know, what I'm sure is exciting for them, but other people yes. can be a bit of a dry, right. you know, tough subject, but you bring it to something like this and yeah. it yeah. makes it more exciting and fun. No, exactly. Yeah. We're excited for that. So that will start um, in January. January. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you guys are really reaching out there. I mean, you did say you're kind of a lot about education and yes. informing people and yes. that's, that's good. Yes. That's really it's very good. important to us for sure. Ian's here. So we brought Ian back in. Welcome back, Ian. Thank you for coming back to join us again here. Thank you. We're all going to huddle around and and share the microphones again. (laughs) Um, So catch you up real quick. We've been talking the the liqueurs and the the schnapps here, and they're all wonderful and delicious, and I've been enjoying them. And so we we brought you back in for your, your cocktail expertise. We've also we've mentioned or already kind of brought up adding like some drops of the liqueur into a gin and tonic to kind of enhance that. Did we cover any others? I know that's. I mentioned I a mule briefly. Oh, yes. Like a Moscow mule, or we what we call a Michigan mule with our Michigan whiskey. Um, but Ian, do you have any particular cocktails that stick out to you? Um, for the peppermint schnapps, uh, I really like it in a grasshopper. Oh, okay. Um, which is like a, a mint liqueur, a white cacao liqueur, and cream. 
Um, that's always really good. Otherwise, I do like to use it in place of simple syrup in a mint julep. Mm. Oh. So it gives you a little bit more of a mint flavor. You're cutting out any excess sugar going in there. Though this is already sweet, so you don't need any extra. Yeah. Um, and then our bourbon is really good to use with that as well. The, adding that into the bourbon? Well, so a classic mint julep is bourbon-based. Um, that's so, true, yeah. yeah. So using the peppermint schnapps in place of simple syrup really kind of brightens it up a lot more. I like that. I hadn't thought fresh. about that. But yeah. yeah, a little adds a little mint into the into the bourbon. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm um, going to be trying that one. Yeah, that <laughs> one's really good. I like to do that one a lot. Um, for our fruit liqueurs, there's, there's so many different things you could do with those. I've used the current one um, to make a Kikir Royale. Uh, so you just do like an ounce of that in some champagne. Um, you could just do a classic cure where it goes into white wine. Or I've uh, kind of re... I've men I mentioned earlier the cocktail uh, Corpse Survivor Number 2. Yes. I kind of reworked the whole thing and used the current liqueur as in place of the absinthe. Okay. Um, used our spring gin as like the gin base and then dry curacao so it's not too sweet. Otherwise, there's, there's so many different things you could do with the fruit liqueurs. Um, if you wanted it to be more of a dessert option, pouring it over vanilla ice cream is really you mentioned good. mentioned that, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yum. <laughs> yeah, that's super yummy. Yeah. Or even just into a glass of tea. You know, oh, if you okay. wanted to make it a little sweeter, a little fruitier. Um, not An like alcoholic a, tea. I like yeah. that because I mean, you pour things into coffee a lot of times. Oh, pour yeah. things into the hot chocolate. At least I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. That this the peppermint schnapps and hot chocolate is really yummy too. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a sleigh ride. I think that's what it's called, right? I've heard that somewhere called the sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Yes, it's hot sense. chocolate <laughs> with the schnapps in there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, I hadn't thought about mixing anything with the tea. So if you're a tea drinker, but you want something that's got a little kick to it, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. and and flavor, some of that would be. Uh, actually, any of those, depending upon what you wanted to do. The peppermint stops if you got a pepperminty tea, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. uh, but even the liqueurs, if you want, if you had like a fruity tea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Spice it up a little. I even like to use our peppermint schnapps and our coffee liqueur in a white Russian. Um, so cut out the vodka, use the peppermint schnapps and the coffee liqueur. With that's got to be cream. a name. That's got to be like a Christmas Russian or yeah. something like that. I've yeah. always referred to it as a Christmas white Russian. So, Have you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I that, like that. It's it's now yeah. a thing. Okay. Uh, I and so a Christmas white Russian because I love white Russians. Um, and then recently, I actually I say recently, I think it was last year I had it was a, a pumpkin spice white Russian. So oh wow! Just like the pumpkin spice instead of the the cream. That sounds and, really good. Oh, it was like amazing. Yeah. You guys can't tell. I, I have a little bit of a sweet tooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I picked that up. Uh, yeah, maybe, you know, I don't yeah. know. Um, so that was good. And so now I like uh, the, the peppermint white Russian, uh, or Christmas, I'm sorry, Christmas yeah. white Russian. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will, They're fun. I will be trying one of yeah. those. A little like sprinkling of shaved um, chocolate on top. Mm. It's really nice. Or, or I also like to kind of do a blend between a grasshopper and a white Russian where I use the peppermint schnapps, the coffee liqueur, and cream, and then do nutmeg on top of that. Okay. Kind of like a blend of the two. Okay. People, Ian's a good friend to have yeah, if you right? need drink combinations here, apparently, because you, you've definitely got them. 
Yeah. Thank you. They're a lot of fun. I enjoy mixing flavors. And we have so many different flavors here that it's easy to come up with something new and interesting and mm-hmm. yummy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. Awesome. Um, and, and I put you on the spot last time, so I'm going to do it again. Anything you want to kind of share as far as liqueur schnapps uh, with, with the world, kind of your, your thoughts or, or feelings on them? Um, I feel like a lot of people think the majority of them are like grossly sweet um, and like kind of artificial flavored um, mm-hmm. where a lot there are a lot of liqueurs out there, ours included, that aren't like that. Yes, they're on the sweeter side, but it's not like you're drinking sugar and you have real fruit in there, real herbs in there, real flavor. And I will agree with that 100% actually. Um, and that's a great way to describe what's, I think, different. I had, I knew it, but the way you just said that is, uh, and I think that's a great message to people, is if you've had them in the past and they've been that artificial flavor, right. super sugary, whatever kind of a thing, and that's why I've kind of stayed away from a lot of them. Um, Everything I've tasted here, is, and, and I actually now that I think about it, I have said it, but I have now is the first time I put it together. It doesn't have that artificial flavor. It doesn't have that sickening, sweet, super sugary kind of bit to it. Which, right. again, I admit I have the sweet tooth, but again, there is such thing as too much. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so you guys do a great job, I think, of, of getting that balance where it's a good natural flavor, uh, but it's not super sweet. Uh, so. If you can't get here and have the Ann Arbor distilling beverages, then look for more quality. Actually, I guess that gets back to so many different alcohol things when you go back. If you look for quality, you may have to spend a little bit more. Right. Or, or you may need to, again, search a little further. But if you find the quality, then you're going to bypass a lot of that high school slash college. Yes. You don't want that. Of, yeah, <laughs> drinking experience. Bad which hangovers. Is, <laughs> bad ex- and, yeah. And, and I think that that's what a lot of us then the rest of our life associate with. Like I know a lot of people now who still have a hard time drinking whiskey because everything yes. they drink just makes them think of college when they drank too much or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so spread out a little bit, find a good place with some good quality, spend right. a little time with it, and you may find yourself a happier person. Exactly. Yeah. And I would say also to don't be afraid to ask questions at the store. Because mm. the people that work there really know their stuff. And yes. they would be able to help you find what you would like. Maybe it's not the top quality, but they can help you find exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, well, and everybody's palate's a little bit different, right? And and even if maybe the top quality is the best, um, it might also be super expensive. Yeah. That doesn't mean there's not a lot of things that are affordable and really good and will fit. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Olivia, Alyssa, anything you guys want to kind of share on, on liqueurs and or schnapps? Um, no, I think that Ian kind of covered it all. I really like kind of, I can see how your, your mind has morphed after talking to us. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this has been lovely. We just, again, are always here to educate. So if you ever get the chance to come out and visit us for a tour or a tasting or just to have a cocktail on the tasting room, we really encourage it. We really like to educate people about the history and, um, the production of our spirits. So excellent. No, I've got a little bit left in this glass. I, you have to have something to cheers with. So I, was, I thought right. I, I drank too much and I didn't have yeah. anything to cheers with. Oh, there we go. Okay. Does everybody got something to cheers with here? Do you got something? Okay. Yes. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Before we cheers, I almost forgot. Uh, we talked a little bit about this, finding, but finding you guys. We're, you're here in Ann Arbor. Come yes. visit. The website might be? AnnArborDistilling.com. 
Uh, and then our Instagram handle is A2 Distilling. Uh, and then our Facebook, uh, you can just find us by searching in Arbor Distilling Company. <clears throat> okay, and excellent. If you have questions, ideas for topics, anything of those fun stuff, I think we said if you want to go further into the rabbit hole between liquors and schnapps and all those other kinds of fun stuff, send in that and we'll, we'll figure that out. And we'll go from there. And until next time, drink responsibly. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.